The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends, upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. Everybody, welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, Mister Jason Koopsik. What the fuck's cracking, Playboy? I'm excited for the show tonight. Why are you so excited about the show? I gotta know because it's gonna be fun. <sighs> so I get a Just text. So everybody message. knows, Josh doesn't know what we're talking about yet. No, tonight. I have no idea. I have no clue whatsoever. You've been teasing me all day. Said it's going to be good. Said I'm going to get scared. Right? And uh, that's literally all the information I was privy to. That was it. So, yeah, we'll get into that in a few minutes. (laughs) All right. See, the listeners will already know what it's about because the title will have it in it. So at this point, the listeners are pervy to, except for the people on Twitch, the listeners are pervy to what the show is about. Because when you title it and it comes out Friday, it'll be titled in what we're talking about. Well, that's just precious. So even though the show hasn't even come out yet, the listeners know before you know. Which makes me feel oh so special. (laughs) (laughs) But first. But first. First. Yes. We need to mention that we are now affiliated with the podcast network. That's right. It's the Pod Bros. Pod Bros. com. It's the Pod Bros Network. Uh, it's P O D B R O S Podcast Network. Go check them out. They have 32 plus shows um, ranging from different nerdy stuff to serious business stuff to racing to jujitsu to hunting um all kinds of movie podcasts and trivia podcasts and all kinds of stuff like that but we are the only paranormal podcast what up there is a tinfoil hat podcast but that has to do with that's awesome science fiction yeah, yeah. So we're really the only podcast on the network with our topic, which is great. That is pretty sweet, though. So go give some of the podcasts a try and tell them that we sent you. Give them some love. Podbros.com. Yeah, and thank you very much for them for uh, for having us. Having us on their network. Pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. So, 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 get come on now, come on. <laughs> all right, I'll start with the story. Just a story. These are all stories, pretty much. But I'll start with this one because I like this one. All right, I like stories. It was back in '98 when it happened. I was driving home from work one night when I ran out of gas just a few miles from town. It was my own fault for not putting gas in the car before going to work. For whatever reason, I thought I could make it home, but that was also the only choice I had since there wasn't any gas stations open at 3 a.m. on my route home. 
Anyhow, I pulled off to the side of the road so my car wouldn't be a hazard to anyone else driving by at that late time of night. From what I guessed, I was about three miles outside of town and with no one else out driving down the country road, the only option was to walk. It was a nice summer night, no clouds in the sky, a slim a slight warm breeze and the moon guiding my way. The plan was to walk home then get someone to drive me to the car in the morning once I had some gas. Nothing to it other than a short walk. At least that's what I thought. Dun, dun, dun. I don't like where this is going at all. (laughs) (laughs) I had been walking for about half an hour when I first started to hear the cries. What? They were soft, distant, and sounded just like an infant. No. The further I walked, the louder they became, horrified no. that someone had dumped off a baby in the middle of farmland. I was trying to figure out where the cries were coming from. The corn was only about a knee height at the point, or at that point, but yet the cries echoed from everywhere. For whatever reason, I remember being convinced that the cries were coming from the field and started to walk into it. Now, granted, if you've ever seen the children of the corn, you know that cornfields aren't the best place to be in the middle of the night. The entire situation was unnerving, to say the least, and there seemed to be something off with the cries I was hearing. No shit. It was something that I couldn't put a finger on. I was just worried about a child being left in the fields, but there was a deep down feeling that something else was wrong. All of those feelings were put aside as I could tell I was getting closer to the cries. God damn it. I was almost on top of the cries when I spotted the doll sitting in front of a corn stalk staring at me. And there it is. Those bright blue eyes seemed to glow in the darkness. There was no mistake where the crying was coming from. Fuck. I remember the feeling of dread pouring over me the instant I locked eyes with it. The eyes blinked, and then a little voice said, Are you my daddy? (laughs) What the fuck ever? No. Don't fucking say that. I turned and ran as a heart pounded in my chest as they maniacally laughing started up behind me. The laugh still haunts me to this day, and there are times when I think I see those blue eyes blinking back at me from the darkness. Let me just go on record and say this. We are literally at, like, not even the eight-minute mark of this goddamn podcast, and I'm already not going to sleep tonight. (laughs) Dolls, man. We're talking dolls. God. Dolls. Oh, I fucking hate dolls. All right. I wanted to start with that one because you didn't know where it was going until almost the end. That was a good one to start with. No, I got to give it to you. That was good. That was good. But I figured we might as well talk about some of the well-known ones before we get into personal stories about people's haunted dolls. Okay. So have you ever heard of a Kiku? Uh, I don't think so. A mysterious doll supposedly possessed by the spirit of a child has captured the curiosity of people across Japan for decades. The legendary Okiku doll, named after the girl who long ago used to play with it, is a 16-inch tall kimono-clad figure with beady black eyes and hair that grows. What? The Okiku doll has resided in the Majin Meninji temple in the town of Awamwazi Gesundheit. since 1983 or 38 <laughs> sorry 1938 according to the temple the traditional doll initially had short cropped hair but over time it has grown about 10 inches long D- down to the doll's knee like that's almost as tall as a damn doll yeah. So I'm not done reading it yet, but I told you that while I was talking about these things, I was going to be showing them to you as well. Are you texting me right now? Actually, I think if I just change the profile picture, you should be able to see. Do you see a cuckoo? You're changing your profile picture on Skype? Did it change? Not yet. 
hasn't well, changed. Well, maybe yet. I'll just text it to you. Anyways, Come it on, is man. said that the doll was originally purchased in 1918 by a 17-year-old boy named Akichi Suzuki while visiting Sapporo for a marine exhibit. He bought the doll He bought the doll on Tanju Koji Sapporo's famous shopping street. Sorry. I was finding the picture. Um, As a souvenir for his two-year-old sister, Okiku, the young girl loved the doll and played with it every day, but the following year, she died suddenly of a cold. The family placed the doll in the household altar and prayed to it every day in memory of Okiku. Gotta be shitting me. Like, why would they do that? (laughs) Sometime later, they noticed the hair had started to grow. This was seen as a sign that the girl's restless spirit had taken refuge in the doll. In 1938, the Suzuki family moved to Sakhalin and they placed the doll in the care of the Meninji Temple where it remained ever since. Nobody has ever been able to fully explain why the doll's hair continues to grow. However, one scientific explanation of the doll supposedly concluded that the hair is indeed that of a young child. So, the is hair it, is a young child's hair. I mean... Uh, God damn it, Koopsik. <laughs> so That's weird, growing man. Growing hair is not that bad of a thing. It's not that good. <laughs> that would suggest that something is... Like, very much alive inside of this doll uh, if not just yeah, the doll it itself you know obviously wasn't made to grow hair they would know that exactly like it doesn't have a ton of hair in its body 10 inches worth of hair in its body i don't right. know i don't think it would they would know that i would think yeah there's no way this should be happening just no no it's weird so the next dumb is mandy the doll mandy Mandy. Okay. Located in the Quesnel Museum in British Columbia, Mandy is an antique porcelain doll over 90 years old, supposedly made in Germany or England around 1910 or 1920. Okay. She was donated to the museum in 1991. Dude. What makes her so unusual is that the powers some say she possesses. Like what? This owner related to the museum all the strange things she had supposedly, or she's supposedly capable of. The donor would wake up to the sounds of a crying baby in the basement. Upon inspection, she found an open window and no baby. After Mandy was donated to the museum, the crying stopped. However, the museum staff and volunteers' problems were just beginning. Lunches would mysteriously disappear from the refrigerator and be found tucked away in a drawer. Objects such as pens, books, and pictures would go missing. Damn. Some would later. Others were never found. Footsteps were heard when no one was around. So the doll, it says... Well, let me keep reading. No. When she first arrived at the museum, Mandy didn't have a permanent place within the building. Did I lose you? I think we lost Koopsik. I think he's gone forever. This is shit. And very tricky. Very sneaky. Very sneaky of Koopsik to be doing this type of shit. Hey, are you there, pal? For some reason, it said the microphone dropped out. Yeah, it did. Totally. I lost you. So where'd you lo- where'd I lose you? Where did uh, you hear me talking about how she would harm other dolls? No, I heard. Um, let's see. There was lunches. She never had a permanent home in the yeah. museum initially. So yeah, then continue and they from there. Moved her. She was placed in a case alone in another part of the museum. Rumors stated she couldn't be placed with any other dolls as she would harm them. Doesn't play well with others. Got it. Yeah. 
Uh, she may not like being by herself. After being locked in a room, staff found papers thrown all around the room as if she allegedly had a tantrum. She's been known to play around with electrical equipment, causing them to malfunction. Visitors have claimed to feel uneasy or sad around her. Some say her eyes have a tendency to blink or follow people around the room. Fuck that. Her fingers and head move on their own as well. Come on. If Mandy is <sighs> a, as bad as some say, how did she become possessed in the first place? No one knows. So, yeah. Dude. You can go visit Mandy. You want to go visit Mandy? I would totally do that. But they got the bitch. They got her locked up. Is she locked up tight? Real tight? She's in a glass case. Yeah, okay. But glass breaks. Um, but, I mean, is there like a padlock on there? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, so up, for, this, I'm up for whatever. Let's just do it. Let's yeah. just road trip it. So we'll get back to a couple others you can go visit here in a minute, but I want to read this one. Okay. This is a, like not necessarily an unknown one, but not one of like the big named ones or whatever. It says, once about 30 years ago, there was a little girl who was walking home with her mother late at night. They had been out running errands all day and the little girl was tired, so the mother wanted to ride the bus home quickly. But right when they got to the bus stop, the little girl saw an antique store with a creepy doll in the window. Her mother said the store was probably closed because it was so late, but the girl kept protesting and the mom finally got tired. Tired of her whining and let her look around the shop. Right away, the little girl walked up to the scary doll and asked if she could buy it. The mother got uneasy and said no. The girl was mad and started a tantrum and finally the mom picked up the doll and went to the counter. The clerk at the counter turned pale when he saw the girl was holding the doll. What? He pleaded with the mother not to buy the doll and went on and on about a curse in the doll. I don't know why he had it in the store to begin with. but Yeah, why is it for sale then, dipshit? The mother thought he was just trying to scare her, so she handed him the money and walked out the door. But the clerk grabbed her arm and with worried eyes said, Please, if you take this doll promise you will never put the doll in the same room with the girl at night. Bad things will happen if you do. What? The mom nodded, but she really didn't care because she, excuse me, she thought the man was insane. Fuck me. So the two went home and that night the girl just laid down on the couch and went up to, or laid the doll down on the couch and went up to her room. The next, the next day the girl came home from school with a friend because they were having a sleepover that night. The girl showed her friend the doll, and right away they both started to play with it. No. That night, the friend wanted to sleep with the doll, but the girl said no. They left the doll on the couch again. The next morning, the friend had to go home, but she begged to bring the doll home and just play with it for a day. The girl sighed and agreed. The friend happily took the doll home and held it in her arms that night as she went to sleep. The next day, the police came to the door and said that the girl's friend and her family had died in a fire. Come on. The police didn't know the cause of the fire and everything was burned. The only thing left was the doll. The girl's mother thanked the policeman and felt uneasy again as the doll held up a finger. The middle finger? That night, the girl cried for her best friend. She never really slept with dolls, but she decided she would with her new doll since she was sad for her friend's death. That night, she fell asleep with the doll in her arms. The next morning, the mother kept calling for the girl to come downstairs for breakfast, but she never came down. The mom gave up and went to the girl's room to find that the girl's head had been cut off. And mysteriously enough, the creepy doll held up two fingers. Is this real? This one's not. Oh. I told you this. I, I told this one just just to heighten the the mood. Dick. This one. I I mean, it doesn't say that it's not real, but Wait. my guess is is how would the police officer know that the doll belonged to Did them? Did you find that from like creepy pasta or something? No, it was. Um, I don't have the website here, but it wasn't okay. creepy pasta. <sighs> 
but my argument against Dude. it is how would the police officer know the, <laughs> where the doll belonged unless she wrote the name on the doll with the address yeah. <laughs> the doll. oh man well, awesome great story mentioning. yeah great story Koopsick come on the Annabelle doll. The Annabelle yeah. doll was given to a girl named Donna. Knew it was coming by her mother in 1970. You knew what was coming. Annabelle. <laughs> oh, Annabelle! I figured it's one of the tame ones because everybody—not well, necessarily tame, but everybody knows Annabelle. Yes. So yes. But it's worth mentioning since this is a doll episode now. Yeah. Yeah. Donna and her roommate Angie noticed the doll would switch positions or move around the apartment when they weren't looking. Eventually, they began finding messages on parchment paper like, help me, even though they did not keep parchment paper in the apartment. They brought in a medium who concluded the doll was possessed by a ghost of a girl who was burned, buried underneath the apartment. The events increased. Annabelle was found with a red substance coming out of her hands, moving around more and more. And their friend Lou, or as their friend Lou remembers, Lou woke up one night from a deep sleep in a panic. Once again, he had reoccurring bad or reoccurring bad dream. Only this time, somehow something seemed different. It was as though he was awake but couldn't move. He looked around the room but couldn't discern anything out of the ordinary, and then it happened. Looking down towards his feet, he saw the doll, Annabelle. It began to slowly glide up its leg, moving over his chest, and then stop. Within seconds, the doll was strangling him. Paralyzed and gasping for breath, Lou, at this point of asphyxiation, blacked out. Lou awoke the next morning... and was certain that it was not a dream. Lou was determined to rid himself of the doll and the spirit that possessed it. Lou, however, would have one more terrifying experience with Annabelle. Preparing for a road trip the next day, Lou and Angie were reading over maps alone in her apartment. The apartment seemed eerily quiet. Suddenly, rustling sounds coming from Donna's room aroused fear that someone had possibly broken into the apartment. Lou, determined to figure out who or what it was, quietly made his way to the bedroom door. He waited for the noises to stop before entering and turning on the light. The room was empty except for Annabelle, whom was tossed on the floor in the corner. Damn. Lou scoured the room for, for forced entry, but nothing was out of place. But as he got close to the doll, he got the distinct impression that somebody was behind him. Spinning around, he was quick to realize that nobody else was there. Then in a flash, he found himself grabbing for his chest, doubled over, cut and bleeding. His shirt was stained with blood, and upon opening his shirt, there on his chest was what looked like a seven dis- or looked like seven distinct claw marks, three wow. vertical and four horizontal. All were hot like burns. The scratches healed almost immediately, half gone the next day, full gone in two days. Wow. To this day, Annabelle lives in the occult museum. Her locked case is holy water encrusted. And they say that people that touch the case get hurt. Oh, you can't even touch the case? That's also the case with Robert. Robert the doll. Robert the doll. Let's see. Do I have a picture of Robert for you? I'm sure you do. Don't you? Well, I didn't. Okay. I pulled them up on my computer. Yeah. Because I thought if I just changed. Did my profile picture ever change? No, it has not. Uh, nope. Nope. So, so what do you think of the story so far? We're just getting started. Yeah, naturally. The one after Robert is one that freaked me out. Really? We're going to talk about Robert here in a second, but the one after Robert kind of freaked me out. Let's go for it. 
But I'm going to send you a picture of Robert, and then I will talk about him. Okay. I think I actually did a story on Robert once. Didn't we do a story on Robert? We might have talked about I think we have. Well-known. Other than Annabelle, he's probably the second most well-known haunted doll. So, go back to Twitch. Robert was given to artist Robert Eugene Otto in 1906 by an unhappy servant who practiced black magic. Throughout his childhood, Otto's parents heard him playing with and conversing with the doll, assuming he was replying to himself in a disguised voice. He is considered one of the most haunted objects in the world. According to Wikipedia, neighbors claimed to have seen the doll moving from window to window when the family was out. Sometimes the doll would emit a terrifying giggle, and the Otto family caught glimpses of it running from room to room. Fuck. In the night, in the night, Eugene would scream, and when his parents ran to the room, they would find furniture knocked over and Eugene in bed, looking incredibly scared, telling them that Robert did it. Would you just, like, in beat addition, your kid at that point in time? You'd be like, beat, you fucking liar. Kid? You'd be like, you fucking liar. Just spank him. Like, what um, you, what? <laughs> knowing what I know, I would probably... You would question it. Get rid of the doll first, and then we'll see what happens next. <laughs> yeah? Yeah? It's Robert's fault? Now this is happening. Fucking bonfire with Robert. Right? Well, many of the stories talk about people that burn them. Oh, Anyways. Good. Yeah, good. It... In addition, guests claim to have seen Robert's expressions change before their eyes, and he often blinked. When Eugene died in 1974, the doll was left in the attic until the house was bought again. The new family included a 10-year-old girl who became Robert's new owner. It was not long before the girl began screaming out in the night, claiming that Robert moved about the room and even attempted to attack her on multiple occasions. More than 30 years later, she tells interviewers that the doll was alive and wanted to kill her. And now, I don't. I thought it was in there, but I don't have it. He's in a museum behind yeah. glass. He's another doll you can go visit. And he's, he's in Key West. I was going to so say he's, he's in Florida, there. right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm actually traveling to Florida uh, next month in December. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to the Orlando area, but I think it might be worth the. Uh, I think it might be worth the trip to go visit it's Robert. A long drive all the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, it'd be totally worth it. I think it'd be totally worth it. What do you think? Poopa the haunted doll. Poopa. P U P A. It might be Papa Poopa Papa. I'm not sure. We're gonna say Poopa. Just because I like it. I'll say it that way anyways. Poopa. it says it a bunch of times in here. All right. Poopa was owned by one owner from the day she was given to the child in the 1920s until she died in 2005. The child and Poopa lived in Tarist, Italy at the time. Poopa is about 14 inches tall. The head, arms, and legs are made of felt. The hair is reportedly made of real human hair. Damn, why do people The owner chairs because um you know, people can grow that back. It's more realistic. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. The the owner cherished it throughout her life. The doll traveled from Italy to the United States, then back to Italy, across Europe, and finally ending back in the United States. Poopa wow. is still in her original clothes, a blue suit made of felt. The original owner said that Poopa was alive and had a mind of her own. She even told her grandchildren stories that it was her best friend and most beloved confidant. She told them Poopa talked to her over the years and even saved her life one time. The photo... Oh, there's not a photo. Since the passing of the original owner in 2005, the family reports that the haunted doll has become very active and seems to want to be released from where she is kept. Huh. 
there are reports that people discovering the glass of the case steamed white and inscribed on the steaming glass from the inside of the case by what appears to be small child fingertips the word poopa hate. Whoa. Often she is said to push things around in her display case where the family who keeps who owns her keeps her. Poopa is said to move by herself. Poopa was placed differently family last saw her more than once the family have reported hearing a sound like someone tapping on the glass as they pass poopa's display case when they turn to look they have seen poopa's hand pressed against the glass or her legs crossed when they weren't before no one member of the family reportedly managed to catch the doll rising to his feet and walking within the case on video. What? However, on three occasions, he tried to upload the video onto YouTube. The video was obscured with a mysterious thick white film in the words Poopa No, scribbled on the film in childish writing. Okay, that's fucking creepy. Yeah, like it was breathing inside there. That is fucking creepy. No. Hell oh, no. that breathes. What? I'm going to get you a doll that breathes. How? No, they don't make those. I can make those. No, I don't want you to make it. But I can't do it. I would I would fucking die. I mean, in me being me, I'd be like, oh, my God, thank you so much for the gift. I can't keep it in my house, but I really enjoy it, but I can't keep it in my house. Like, (laughs) oh, my gosh. could put the haunted doll inside of Malvern Manor. There you go. Yeah. Years ago, my grandparents returned home from a trip to Mexico to find a strange-looking doll at their front porch. By all accounts of those who've seen it, the doll was described as having a very disturbing scowl on its face and was missing an arm and a leg, along with some other very particular examples of wear and tear. They don't go into those examples anyways. Along with the doll was a note addressed to my grandmother with strange symbols, including an inverted triangle with two exaggerated eyes. Thinking nothing other of it other than an understandable fit of the creeps, she took the doll inside, left it on the kitchen table, and went about unpacking her things. Tired from her trip, and because of the lateness of the hour, my grandparents decided to go to bed. Later that night, strange noises were heard from somewhere in the house, like a person moaning in pain or sorrow. The grandmother, thinking it was my aunt who lived at home, went out into the living room and in the kitchen they were connected to investigate. To her surprise, there was no one in either rooms. Assuming she had just missed my aunt, my grandmother went back to bed. Before reaching her room, however, she noticed that the doll had been moved into the living room and was now on the couch. The next morning, grandmother asked my aunt about her wailing and the night before and if she was feeling all right my aunt my aunt responded by saying she hadn't left her room and was after going to bed which was around the same time as grandparents and she slept through the night she also asked her if they moved the doll and she said she had not and she wouldn't touch it anyways because it scared her The next few nights, my grandmother was continuously awakened by the same strange sounds from inside the house. Only this time, she distinctly heard the disturbing voice call her by name. Each time she went to find the source, there was nothing or no one to be found except for the eerie-looking doll with the cryptic note attached to it. What? Being a suspicious Mexican woman... My grandmother and my aunt and a few of my cousins take the doll away from her house and dispose of it. They gladly took the doll. No, she asked them. They gladly took the doll to an empty lot near the house and burned it along with the note. A few months had passed when my aunt 
was in their very large garage collecting empty boxes for Christmas presents. In the furthest corner of the densely packed storage area, and my, my aunt worked her way through a pile of boxes, opening them and sorting them out, as they usually contain smaller shoe boxes and whatnot. There, in a box near the bottom of the pile, to my aunt's horror, was the doll with the exact same note attached. Not wanting to take the doll back into the house out of fear of bringing the curse upon their family, my grandparents burned the doll on their back patio, where, to this day, a black mass of burnt plastic still remains. Holy hell. And they do not know where the doll ever came from. I don't like these stories. Do you have any dolls in your house? Yes, tons, actually. Uh Uh-huh. So we have somebody on Twitch who's CCPT Carl. Do you know who CCPT Carl is? Possibly. They say what's up. Hey, uh, I'm guessing your name is Carl, but if you could tell us who you are, we could shout you out. So by the end of the night, I want you laying in bed. Oh, man. And hearing any little noise and think that it could be one of the dolls. Yeah. Because it could happen. Maybe there's so much stuff going on in your house you don't even realize that the dolls are running around. <sighs> Dude, it's weird because like last night, last night I was laying in bed and I was hearing um, right in the hallway outside of my bedroom there, hearing like to and from, to and from the doorway. You know what I mean? There's fucking nothing out there. And I mean nothing out there um not even the dog you know what i'm saying like the dog is um for the night or whatever we put the dog in the kitchen put the baby gate up so the dog has the kitchen area is his his domain at night you know Mm -hmm. um but yeah so there was nothing nothing so it was a doll no it wasn't a doll it was just something it was terrifying you just don't want to say that it could be a doll I don't, I don't, it's not a doll. There's no way. It's not a doll. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. it's uh, right. CCPT Carl is CC Paranormal Team Carl. We met him at the KC Paragon. Yeah. I remember. Hails to Thanks for the checking yes. it out, man. So let's get back into it. No delay. No time off from the scary dolls. Right. Right. This is a personal story about one. This is one of your stories? No, no. A, oh. a personal story from someone, not oh, okay. like one of the well-known dolls. <sighs> Thank God. All I right. was just sitting in my room one day. Then my mom came in and said, look what I got you. It was a porcelain doll named Amelia. No. It was really old and chipped, so I just slid it under my bed. <laughs> About a week after I got her, I heard a noise under my bed. I look under my bed and the doll was out of the box. I thought it was my little brother playing a trick on me, so I didn't think much of it. That's but so jacked one, up. But one day I put it on my shelf when I came home from school. I was home alone. I heard a thump in my room, so I ran in. The doll was standing on my bed on its pedestal. I told my mom and she buried it in the backyard. Sometimes my little brother still still hears weeping when he plays near the doll where the doll was buried. So the little brother can hear the doll crying underground. Horrible. Horrible what you're doing to me right now, man. Would you dig up the doll to save it? Fuck no. You let it sit there and suffer. Yes. Actually, I let it sit there. That is when in like five years it's going to come out and get you. No. No. I would. No. I would leave it alone. Let it suffer, as you said. I'm moving. I would move. (laughs) States away. Okay? Fucking states away. Oh, my God. No. No. Now, do you are you scared of clowns? Yep. Yeah, fuck yes, dude. I hate fucking clowns too. Like, so Ted the clown doll would probably be a mixture of two. That is every nightmare. 
like Let rolled up into a nice a little package. It has of the course. clown doll. I'm going to have to look at it. Duh, man. Ridiculous. Oh, He's not that scary of a clown. He's like an old man clown. An old man clown. Yeah. So. Okay. A man named Ernest owned this clown. Ernest writes, ever since I have this clown doll, weird things started to happen. I started to hear small children whispering and giggling, and I also heard footsteps. I would leave it alone in one place, and the next thing you know, it was somewhere else. I thought it was my imagination. So I intentionally left it in the corner of my living room to monitor it, and a few days later, it moved about three feet away from where I had left it. I wanted to know more information about the doll. Maybe it was cherished by a small child that passed away and somehow lives through it. I contacted the guy whom I bought it from for more information, and he told me that he bought it in an antique shop about five years ago. I asked him if anything weird happened to him when he had the doll, and he told me flat out, it moves. Damn. The reason why I did buy it in the first place is because I'm also a doll. And this doll seems to have lots of character. Was I ever right? Now, right now, I have a doll in a closet. I just don't, I have the doll in the closet. I just don't feel comfortable with it in my home. It's still in your home. But it's in your home, dipshit. Just now it's in the closet. Move. Go Move far, far the- away. Of these. Fuck, man. He looks nice. Yeah. I don't trust him. I don't trust him, buddy. I mean... You're so manly. Yeah, I am. It's, it's like... it's. It reminds me of fucking, like, Chucky. You know what I'm saying? So I should get one of those My Buddy dolls for you. Okay. So, growing up, growing up, I had one. I had a My Buddy doll. Yeah? Yes. I did. Um, I forget exactly how old I was uh, the first time I saw Child's Play, you know? Um, But let's just say that fucking doll was gone gone i <laughs> literally i gave it no doll was gone after that movie done i also you don't feel nostalgic and want it back no i tell you one thing that i do want back and i don't know why i had it was a similar it was a very similar type toy but it was called my pet monster my pet monster was like this little bluish purplish type monster and it had chains like uh like handcuff chains that were orange mm-hmm. and you could psh, like take it and the chains would break or whatever super cool super cool my pet monster just like handcuffs yeah i want to find my pet monster though and buy it for myself for christmas that's what i want to do go for it yep i'm gonna snuggle with that Snuggle with it. Once I went to a charity shop and bought a pot doll with ginger curly hair and a green Scottish dress. I took it home and put it on the bottom step of my staircase. I then went upstairs to get something, but when I got down, the doll had moved to the mat at the front door. Yeah. The following morning, I awoke and my husband said he had got up in the night and heard singing and footsteps. Dude. In the afternoon, my husband went out and I was alone. I made myself a sandwich and I went to the living room. I turned the lights on and sat down. Two minutes later, the light turned off by itself and the doll was on the sofa right next to me. What? I got up and turned the light back on, sat down, and two minutes later, the lights went off again. Ever since I bought the doll, I've heard singing and laughing, and I've seen it moving even now. So she kept it. Even after it showed up on the couch next to her. Damn. Hey, this just in, by the way. Yeah? My pet monster. 
If you go to the uh, the good the good folks over at Am- Amazon.com, you can buy one, pick one up for two hundred and sixty one dollars. Jesus, that's what I said. I I really want it. Don't want it that bad. <laughs> wow. Holy shit. No thanks. I have a doll called Sally, and she was my great great grandmother's. The doll has been passed along in the family. When it come when it came to me, I was nine years old. I loved it and I played with it. But when I got the doll, but when I got the doll, couldn't tell if it was real. I heard my doll crying and laughing, and saw it move into different positions. One minute Sally would be sitting down, and the next minute she'd be standing up. Once I heard my doll say, "I love you, my grandchild." That's all it said. I asked my great-grandmother, who was 83, how old my great-grandmother had been. She said she had died at the age of 78, so I'm guessing my doll is around 78. I believe my doll has the spirit of my grandmother inside of her. Damn, man. Damn. Did I lose you again? I think it might cut out again. We're just having technical difficulties coming out the rump. I think it's the... See, there you are again. See, I think it is the spirit of all of these dolls coming. You're you're pissing them off. That's what's up. Hold on. I got to pause real quick. Okay. What's up? He's taking off. I tell you what it is, though. He's pissing off these dolls. Pissing off the spirits of these dolls... And now, they're they're seeking their revenge on us. All right, I'm back. Did you hear what I said? No, I have my headphones off. My daughter was in here telling me about a doll moving around in her room. No, <laughs> she just couldn't sleep. She had a headache. Fuck. But I heard a loud bang Don't. in the house. That's why. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. This is going to activate. This is going to activate everything in your house. Yeah, that uh, I'm blaming the technical difficulties over here on the fact that you're reading all these doll stories. You're pissing off the spirits that inhabit yeah. these dolls. Yes. Oh my God! How many more do you well, have? After we, I have quite a few more. Oh my God! Um, just, let's get to this one. This is the one that I said really, not not really freaked me out, but I I find them one of the most. Dis- I'll send you a picture. Let's do it. Of how she was found. So, Singapore is a rather peaceful place in general. But a recent development is actually scaring the living daylights out of the residents. It all started when someone discovered an abandoned doll on the side of a busy road. Uh, That is horrifying. If you watched your share of horror flicks, you probably know exactly how scary dolls can be, is what the article says. The particular doll is as creepy as they come. You only need to take one look at this picture that I just showed Joss will post on the ectoplasm page to realize something's not right about it. It was found clad in a very shabby-looking stained laced dress with an equally filthy face that was blindfolded the cloth covering its eyes had Arabic written on it, which translated to Bismila, or in the name of Allah. Rumor has it that the blindfold keeps the devil inside the doll in check. If you undo it, you invoke the curse, and the doll will follow you home. Well, somebody undid it. I'm sending you that picture right now. Pictures of the doll with and without the blindfolded were posted on Reddit, and the story soon became an internet sensation. According to the post, the accompanied the pictures, the doll is possessed. No. It could move on its own and is sometimes heard talking in a woman's voice. Oh, my God. Some say the doll can be heard talking when it's left alone in a room and is found with its head turned in. It is no. said to spoke a Malay language, and it sounded like an adult female. Now, what do you think of that picture? I don't like it. 
I don't like that at all. Singapore is a rather peaceful place in general, but a recent development is actually but the recent development is actually scaring the living daylights out of the residents. It all started when someone discovered the abandoned doll on the side of the street. Um Wow, that's weird. It like repeated itself five times. Huh. Anyways, after extreme reactions. Um, I'm trying to figure out where it was left off. Reddit users have reached to the reacted to the post of various ways. Some are cynical, while others offer advice on how to destroy the dom. Yeah. Another Here's what you do. Pour liquid nitrogen on it, run it over with the massive tractor if it's still not dead. You glue it with industrial glue into the steel box and bury it under the quarry. Anyways, the thought behind it is that it would follow you home. Yeah. You, no matter how you got rid of it, it would follow you home. And if you blindfold it, it's not able to follow you home. The crazy thing is, is the doll's whereabouts are currently unknown. Get the fuck out of here. It has been reported missing ever since the pictures came out. A few bizarre incidents were linked to the disappearance of the doll, a freaky suicide, and a murder. No. Right after they were... No. The doll disappeared. Fuck to the no. Oh my god, man. So they found this doll and unwrapped it. Blindfold, and then all hell broke loose. Don't know where the doll's at. You need to save that picture. I'm saving all the pictures. <laughs> uh, this is shit, man. This is absolute shit. All right, here's another one. I was at my grandmother's house. It was a cold fall day. We were helping her move, so me and my brother got a week off school. I was only 11, but still... I was in an old room where my great-grandmother was until she passed away. I found my my great-grandmother's favorite toy that was left for me. The toy was a little creepy. It had dull eyes, a grim smile, and was very pale. My mom was happy that I found her. About two days passed, and I started getting sicker and sicker. My mom took me to the doctor. They said nothing was wrong. My mom soon saw that Dolly, which was the name of the doll, was getting a happy smile, which got bigger every day as I was sick. She went from pale to tan, and I went from tan to ghost pale. Then it was scary. I became so sick that I had to go to the hospital, and Dolly's face had a great big smile on her face. Wow. I felt way better being away from Dolly. I told my mom to throw her away. Then me and my mom was driving when Dolly was there and the doll said, I want you dead. My mom stopped on the side of the road, grabbed the doll, dug a hole and lit the doll on fire and they drove off. <laughs> Fuck you, doll. <laughs> I want you dead. Well, I want so you extra this one crispy. seemed to be sucking her life force away. Kind of seems that way. I don't like this. Like some other. All right, I tell you what. Here's the deal. Oh, pick two more ultra oh. creepy motherfuckers. Two more. Oh, I can't even believe I'm saying that. But yeah, pick two more. Yeah, and then we'll yeah, and then we'll close out the show. I was part of a cleanup crew when this. When the city decided to tear down old buildings that had (laughs) asbestos in the wall. I already know where this is going. God damn it. The building I was assigned to was a toy store for (laughs) at least 50 years. So it was indeed a sad affair. Wow. Once on site, I felt an unsettling vibe that was like a mixture of nostalgia and forgotten memories. There was something else in the mix which I could not put my finger on. Needless to say, it was creepy. I heard a lot of haunted stories, and until then, I never paid much attention to them. I was soon to be proven wrong. 
There were seven of us in the crew, and after suiting up, we set off on our designated to our designated areas. Mine was the attic. Naturally. I wasn't that impressed with my assignment, but I pulled my equipment up the stairs and prepared to work. When I first entered the space, I had to fight many cobwebs and a variety of boxes, crates, and cabinets. The prep crew had neglected to clear it all out, so I started to move and pack all of the items. I tried to ignore the freaky giggles and sniggers. Thinking that the laughter was coming either coming from downstairs or from the toys in the boxes I soldiered on. It wasn't until the doll, a doll's arm fell on the floor right in front of me that I began to feel I wasn't alone. I felt like it hadn't been thrown, but rather it had dropped from above. I looked up, but there was no way it fell. There were only beams and roof slats, nothing that the arm could have fallen from. It was confusing. As I picked up the arm and tossed it into a box, I heard a deep growl from somewhere in the back of the attic. No. I spun around and saw that something had disturbed the thick dust, which billowed up in a big cloud. <clears throat> I yelled, who's there? Silence first, then a cackle like an evil witch. I slowly crept towards the back. I stopped when I saw a dirty old doll with matted red hair standing against a chest of drawers. Drawers. The eyes were closed. At that point, I was losing my temper. Even though I was still feeling uneasy, I stomped forward and snatched the doll up. I already decided to toss the doll out, but nearly fainted when the eyes suddenly flew open. What? Then, the, then they rolled back. I dropped the doll in shock, and then a moldy old monkey started clashing at cymbals. What? Childish giggling ensued. I was angry, so I kicked the doll and threw the monkey in the trash. But then a small ball came bouncing towards me. I kicked that too and felt like a frightened child having a tantrum. It was bizarre, but very powerful. Feeling like something was trying to come over me, like a possession or something, I heard more evil laughs. Now I was terrified and screaming, stop it, stop it, it's not funny. Then a box fell off the dresser and I started hearing whispers. To hell with that, I ran out and resigned on the spot. Oh, he just quit. Yeah. Damn. That's insane. That's fucking insane. Oh, man, I, can't, I don't know if I could pick one more. He just up and quits his job. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. That is crazy. Crazy good stuff. Oh my god. You got another you got one more good one? I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven more short ones. I'm trying to find the best one. Find the best. Ooh. These are terrifying stories. I fucking hate doll stories anyway. And yeah. God bless it, man. Sucks. I don't know. It just sucks. I fucking hate dolls. <laughs> like, especially like the ones that you were talking about earlier, the uh, the porcelain dolls. Yeah. I hate those. I mean, they scare the shit out of me. I do not like them. Sam, I am. Well, here, this looks like a good one. My mother had a large Shirley Temple doll when she was little whose eyes, she says, followed her, literally. She hated that doll and it ended up buried <laughs> somewhere. Only to resurface when she was much older. What? She would not tell me the rest of the story until I begged her and made some promise not to ask my aunt about it and not to mention it again after she told me. She gave the doll to my cousin. Why she did this? Uh, she says that she had convinced herself that she was imagining things as a child herself, but seriously. Anyways, my cousin is playing with the doll one day, yeah. and my aunt comes in and finds the doll talking to my cousin. So she promptly freaks the fuck out and takes the doll away. My uncle buried it in pieces as it continued to laugh huh. up a storm. Wow. 
That's crazy. Fucking crazy. That was a weird noise. Oh, that was your thing. I think it was my phone. I don't know for sure. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Now, I really... Yeah, so I have a bunch of other ones where... You know, fuck your story. You see the do- fuck doll your creepy doll stories. Its mouth and talking. <laughs> what would you do? I just gotta ask because I know you think this is all horse shit. I know that you no, think I don't that necessarily I necessarily think it's horse shit. I know. I just don't find the stories that terrifying. This is the epitome of scary, right here. This is fucking terrifying. This is terrible. It is. I don't know. The most unnerving thing to me. I'm thinking about a fucking doll. It's like an inanimate object. It's not supposed to be able to move. And these things are like walking around and talking and giggling. And I mean, that's bullshit, man. <laughs> that is some bullshit. 100% disclosure, though. Going into tonight. Like, creepy dolls was the last thing that I thought you were going to talk about. Yeah. Last thing I thought. I thought you were going to tell me some really nasty, like, alien story, like, coring out buttholes and things like that, like, before, and, like, sending me pictures the whole time. Like, just to make me fucking gag all over the place. Ugh. Ooh, here's a good one. This is a short one. You know those cheapy plastic dolls that you can get at craft stores and you can knit or crochet elaborate dresses for popular with grannies? My mom received one of those dolls with a purple and white dress from an elderly neighbor lady not long before the lady passed away. My mom had a blue armchair in her bedroom and had the doll sitting on it. She always kept the door open. Every time I would pass the room, the doll would turn its head to look at me. My nephew, who's not much younger than me, experienced the same thing. I don't like this. Uh I don't like this at all. God damn it, man. No. Fuck no. Ooh. When I was young, when I was a kid, I used to live with my grandparents. I have an aunt and uncle who was just four or five years old. Then with me, who would be home alone after school. One time my grandparents were out a little longer. They were watching TV in the living room, or we were watching TV in the living room, and out of nowhere we heard a little kid talking in one of the guest rooms. Back then, one of the rooms was never used, so we used to play in it. The only toy that was in the guest room was my aunt's doll. And I can remember the voice clearly asking us to go in there and play with it. No. Says the grandmother burned the toy that night on the beach. I gotta tell you, man. And it had some weird purple smoke coming out of it, apparently. Purple? Yeah, when they were burning it. All right. Weird. That's what evil spirits look like when you burn them. Plum crazy purple. Here they come. Damn. All right, guys. 913-730-7255. Shoot us a text. You can uh, give us a call. Leave us a voicemail, whatever. Uh, Ectoplasmshow at gmail.com. At Ectoplasmshow on Instagram and Twitter. Ectoplasmshow on Facebook. And Ectoplasmshow.com. Also, check out the Ectoplasm Show stuff that we got going on over on YouTube. So, Also, go to podbros.com. We yes. will have a page on there soon as well, and you can check out the other 30-plus shows on that network. Yeah, big thanks to those guys for uh, letting us come on board the network. Pretty, pretty cool. Um, yeah. Tell your friends. Rate and review us on iTunes. Um if you uh, leave us a, uh, what did we say? Leave us a review on iTunes and we'll uh, put you in the running for some ectoplasm. Yeah, when we reach 50, which may 50 take a while, we'll give away something to one of the people that left a review on Perfect. iTunes. It has to be a rating and a review. Perfect. There you go. Get you some uh, ectoplasm swag. <laughs> Maybe a haunted doll will be. Yeah, involved. there you go. We'll fucking. Uh, We'll get a haunted doll for you. You can cuddle up with. I'm going to bring Norman with me when I come up to Malvern in December. I have Norman right here. You have a Norman? I have a Norman. It's Paranorman. Here, wait. You know Norman. 
Norman comes oh. to Norman comes to the ghost conferences with me, and he dances and sings the Ghostbusters song. All right, you sit over there, you little bastard. All right, I'll send you a quick, quick picture of um, Norman. Well, if you're Norman, it's not my Norman. He's Mike's Norman. Mike's Norman. It's not a, a well. I'll have to find it later. It's one of those picturesque ventriloquist dolls. Motherfucker. Nope. I don't want to see it. <laughs> Bob? He's coming to Malvern. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, Come I tell you what. And have fun. I tell you what. You motherfucker. <laughs> It'll be great. All right. So... I'm gonna wrap you up never the show. Know. There <laughs> could be, there could be a doll up there in the attic that shut off that recorder that day. It's possible. It's very, I very possible. I think I just saw something out of the corner of your window. I'm your, sure you your window did. on the screen. Yeah, it's probably some little freaking uh, little hand going tink, 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 tink against the glass. Have you seen those little hands you could get that go on the end of your finger? You can just. I tell you what. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> I tell you what, you guys want to see something fucking hilarious, go on YouTube and check out Living with Jigsaw. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. It's oh, hilarious. my God. I have never laughed so fucking hard. And he's like, Gary, 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 Gary. He's like trying to wake him up and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I want to play a game. Like, it's so funny. All right. Well, I tell you what, you guys have a great um, rest of your weekend uh, and a great rest of your evening if you're joining us on Twitch. We'll talk to you all very, very soon. Peace out.